purpose from the league and the animals are trapped all become my pets and I'm living off of grass and the drippings from the ceiling it's okay to eat fish cause they don't have Welcome to Wednesday Comics. To my right, APA team himself. Alex, how you doing? Hello, everybody. I'm doing well. To my left, you do up himself. Garrett, how you doing? Doing good. Wednesday Comics Podcast. My name is Marvin, here to talk about comic books, all things comics coming out this week. Some reviews from last week and talk about our book club book from last week. And just general uh, chit-chat about uh, anything and everything. Uh, we were speaking about the Batman before uh, we started podcasting here, hence the, the uh, intro song there. Uh, comes out in March, right? March fourth. Here we go. Beware, yeah. beware. Like I said, I'm, I, I'm, my hype levels like at an eleven, so I'm, which is bad. You should never have that happen to you. But I'm like, we haven't seen a Batman movie. I like, I think Dark Knight. Right? Well, no, I guess Batman versus Superman. Sorry, I forgot about Batflick. My bad. I mean, the, um, the good thing here, Garrett, is is that no matter if it's good or bad, you still will get the uh, Penguin series on HBO Max. So. Oh yeah, that's right. They are doing the spinoff. Aren't they doing a Gotham, like a Gotham PD series, also? Yes, but I don't know if that's. It sounds like the Penguin one is already like in production. The other one hmm. is something that they talked about a long time ago, but I don't I haven't seen any movement on. But then again, I think the Green Lantern one is pretty far along in pre-production, and they haven't talked about that at all either. So, which yeah. Makes sense. HBO Max is kind of a thing that you don't need to show stuff super early, like movies and stuff like that, to justify the cost of them. Like they're going to put money into that anyways, no matter what they do. So, Speaking well, the of, big news of that movie oh, yeah. though is the runtime. Do you guys see if the runtime's two hours and fifty five minutes? Jeez. Let me say this: sometimes movies are too long, <laughs> and I really felt that with I think Eternals was too long, even though I liked it. I just watched uh, Don't Look Up, way too fucking long. And well, Endgame, well, Endgame didn't feel that long. But well, I mean, that, that was also wrapping up, what, 10 years of movies. It wasn't like, hey, we're out the box with the intro thing, let's make it. You know what, I, I love Batman Begins, perfect length. It's like uh, two hours maybe, I think maybe it's a little shy of two hours. And uh, that's what you need, just in and out, give me the Batman but then again, they have a lot of shit going on. They have Riddler, Penguin, Catwoman, and it's just like, at what point, I just feel, I hope it doesn't feel bloated, and like there's like a lot going on, and it's just, they just packed a lot into it, and we were speaking about Matt Reeves uh, before the show started in his uh, ape movies, you know, Ape Don't Kill Ape, and uh, we very much enjoy those. Um, uh, you guys haven't seen the last one, me and hashtag guess those one have. And uh, um, we uh, have a hand signal to let other people know that, you know, we're tight. So um, <laughs> that we learned from that movie. We, we learned a couple things from that movie. Ape doesn't kill ape, right? Humans uh, sometimes are nice, but most of the time are bad. Uh, Woody Harrelson likes to shave his head a lot. And uh, the last thing was that hand signal. So um, speaking of HBO Max, uh, 
Peacemakers on episode three. Episode four will be out by the time we uh, uh, this comes out and everybody's listening to this. Um, and I just wanted to say, very much enjoying that show. Very much enjoying that show. I think episode three probably was one of the funniest. Uh, and I think also in terms of uh, drama, episode number three was the uh, most dramatic. So I'm excited to check it out. I haven't even started it. Garrett. Uh, I know it's been going on, but. What the fuck here? I am talking about it for weeks. Like I thought you were watching it. You haven't talked about it for weeks. It's literally the first time I've heard you talk about it. No, I talked about it uh, two weeks ago. We talked about it last week, but I didn't know that it was even a show. Oh. Well, I, okay. Yeah, it's well, an HBO Max. That. It's three episodes in, yeah. uh, and it's really, really good. Hmm. It's really it funny. I liked him in the movie, so. I think every episode I at least laugh out loud. You know, it, here's the thing, too. When I say this, it's going to sound like not a lot, but I laugh a lot like once or twice. But if you know me, it takes a lot for me to laugh out loud. Uh, <laughs> and so there's a lot of times where I just I joke during that in, in movies or TV shows, and I'm like, oh, that's funny. But peacemaker there's been a couple times where it made me literally laugh out loud so um yeah and it's very it's, it's also very gross but also it's it's basically suicide squad um less serious actually I, I, yeah less serious um i'll just say that it's good cool. it's good uh also speaking about that you uh watched a movie recently on that uh hbo max then do you not <laughs> yeah, well, it's leaving January 31st, so I thought I better check out Punisher Warzone, because I've heard such raving reviews from uh, Marvin and Alex over the last couple of years. <laughs> Similarly Holy to, shit, over the top. Similarly to Ghost Rider 2, Spirit of Vengeance, uh, Punisher Warzone, uh, top 10 movies of all time. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not. I mean... Me and Alex watched it just because, like, hey... Was it on, Alex, or did we choose to watch it? I don't know what the fuck happened. I think, we, I think we chose to watch it. I think it was back in the day when Netflix was like the only streaming service around, so they had a lot of shit, and they had that on there. And we were like, you know what? Let's put this on. And I thought we were just going to put it on while we hung out and not really kind of like watch it because we knew and heard that it wasn't that great. And remember we watched it and being like and laughed so much at that movie. And I think some of it's intentional. I don't think it's like not. It's trying to be like over the top. You don't have guys parkouring. And get shot with a rocket launcher and try to be serious about it. So, um, and, and, I mean, your, your main antagonist gets what essentially shoved into a blender and comes out scarred up, and that's all he has is scars now. I mean, Jigsaw, uh, you can't take that seriously. And then that but guy, after you, it, it's, it was brought out after the Thomas Jane story where that all that was was serious. That's where I think there is like the, the dynamic is like the Thomas Jane one, like like critically reviewed nearly the same as uh this one but i was like i don't know how because i love the one with thomas jane but i guess it is not there's like no and, comedic beats and the thing is is dude not to say that this movie is as good as a james gunn movie but i think it's like over the top in the way that a james gunn movie would be um and like they do shit something because james gunn sometimes does gross and like over the top violence because it's funny and in this movie, there's a scene where Punisher punches some guy's face in and, like, really caves it in. And I think it's, like, so over the top to be funny, to be like, holy shit, like, why the fuck would you, like, it doesn't make like, why do that? The guy's obviously dead. And I think he shoots the guy afterwards, too. He punches, if I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't remember exactly, but I think he caves his face in and then he shoots him a couple times, which is just, I, know like, shot, I know someone gets a shotgun to the face, I thought, but, well, Gary, you would know. Does yeah. he punch that dude's face in and then shoot it yeah. off? Yeah. 
He punches a dude's... He does that to multiple people. But yeah, he punches a dude's face off and he shoots someone in the face with a shotgun. Yeah. When they're more than, well, incapacitated. But I will give credit to... Uh, hey, you were Ray complaining Donovan, about uh, that Texas blood. He was close with that shotgun. So at least in this movie, he did it. Well, that was not the correct He did angle, it this though. way. <laughs> well, I will give Ray Donovan some... Uh, or is it Ray Stevenson? Whatever. Ray Stevenson. Ray Donovan is a TV um, show. Okay, that's what I'm with. Uh, but Wolverine's I thought brother. he wasn't a horrible Punisher. Like, I thought, like, what's really stupid about the movie is the first hour is, like, it's just Punisher, like, cameoing in his own movie. And then this, then they're like, well, actually, we want to do a story about the Punisher and, like, who he is as a character. And I'm like, and then it's like credits are rolling. I'm like, well, you well, waited too long. If you don't like that, Garrett. That Greg Rucker run we've been telling you about, he is kind of like a side character in that run. Uh, well, that's okay, but I just and then kind of evolves into like, his story as you get yeah. to that mini. What was that mini called, Alex? What Warzone? I think it was Warzone. Like the Punisher. Warzone is Warzone. the one that the, Warzone is the one that's after um, the main like sixteen yeah. issues of Greg Rucker's run. The main series was like focused on this detective and Punisher, but really on the detective, and then Warzone was more about Punisher. So. Um, and uh, Detective Soap was a chump. So that guy's name was literally Detective Soap, and he played like a triple, triple agent almost for the Punisher. He was like, "Well, I'm trying to hunt down the Punisher. I'm helping the Punisher, but I got to bring him in. But I'm gonna let him go. It can't, you know, it like, can't knock everything right. out of the park. I'm, we're just saying that it was has funny action scenes and it's over the top. It's kind of like a movie you would watch uh, with friends." And laugh about, but a Uner would be like, "Let me own that thing." It, it would be yeah. a fun drinking game movie. Every time he cameos, or every time he does some over the top kill, uh, I mean, we'd be shit faced by the first hour. Wasn't he in? Uh, yeah. Was he in Captain or Thor? Ray. Uh, Thor. He yeah. was, he played Volstag. That's right. So you know, um, one more movie to another. Oh, and he was also in the other guys. He's the. Uh, He's the head mafia oh, yeah. guy. Not the right. head mafia guy, but the head dude. You know what? The Let's start dude. that petition. Bring back Ray Stevenson as Punisher. <laughs> I guess he did the voice. I was just looking it up. He did the voice for when Marvel did the superhero squad. They brought him in to do the voice of the Punisher for the kids cartoon. I was like, all right, <laughs> sure. I guess if you have the mantle of the Punisher. Thomas maybe. Jane, Ray Stevenson, and then uh, what's his name from the Netflix series? John Bernthal. Yeah. And I know people like Thomas Jane and want to bring him back. I know people like John and want to bring him back. I'm saying Ray Stevenson. Let's go. Oh, what about Dolph Lundgren? Bring back oh. the 80-year-old uh, Punisher. Holy shit, it's the Punisher. Um, I wouldn't hate. Uh, I he wouldn't run with somebody with the bus. To be fair, in Creed 2, he is pretty good in Creed 2. So, I mean, not. What about Aquaman? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? He's an Aquaman. He plays Mira's dad. Oh, yeah, that's right. Movie. You're right. You're right. I totally forgot. You, never mind, Alex. Scratch him off the list. He is forgettable. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so. Uh, Garrett, you didn't, you, did you watch Boba Fett last week? I did, yeah. I'm a cup in Boba Fett. I think, I think that episode redeemed the uh, scooters. Yep. Um, I mean, you still saw him in the beginning, so I was it was cringe yeah, right away. But they did. It, they did. He did send him on a mission, and they did it successfully, and it wasn't slow. So mm-hmm. I think they turned up I, the, uh, uh, the the boost. Yeah, I never watched the video that you had sent me of that TikTok of it, but what? I did see. A, I did see the picture of them driving in the little V shape, 
and I about had a stroke going, what the hell is this shit? Yeah, it's like the equivalent of a gang of five old ladies on their motorized scooters, like, chasing after you. Like, that's the intensity of the chasing. I will say, though, and spoilers for Boba Fett episode, what is it, three, four? Four. Four Um, came out last weekend. Why would you take your ship and, like, put the mirror up to the Starlock pit and to look for your suit rather than just, like, getting out of the ship and, like, looking at it? Like, it just seems to get swallowed whole again. Well, and then shoot the thing first to kill it, and then you look. I don't know, it just seemed like ass backwards way to, to look for his suit inside the depths of the sort of like pit. He's like, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take my ship and shove it far as far up to this guy thing's mouth as I can. And then he's surprised when the thing starts to attack him. And it's like, yeah, no shit, bro. Like, you ever try to get, you ever try to get a strep test, you know? Gag reflex. This thing is gagging on him. <laughs> okay. But then they do kill him. They do kill the Sarlacc pit, and then he goes in and looks at his cuts so uh um, he also uh well he, you know he gets a lot of good uh good scenes in this last episode i you know he demolishes an entire biker gang with uh boba fett ship you know i did notice one. that at least so far every episode has been written by john Favreau, and for mandalorian a lot of them are john and, and dave filoni um and with this show it's just been john by itself so i think uh Maybe part of the spark that it's missing is uh, Dave needs to jump on board. He's still a producer on this one, so he's still consulting and doing everything like that. But um, Dave is really nerdy, and he I've seen interviews with him, and he knows everything about Star Wars. And John is really nerdy, but he's still like everyone's about Dave will say something, and John's like, "I didn't know that," and he's like, "Yeah, yeah." He like tells him everything. So, uh, and it wasn't there. Uh, oh, never mind. That's spoilers for. There was a, a Star Wars Peacemaker crossover. Uh, from this week's episode, but I won't tell you because you haven't watched it. So, uh, I'll tell you it. Is no, Peacemaker no. hour long episodes? Peacemaker is thirty minutes, I believe. If they are hour episodes, they go by super quick. Now, uh, the Mandalorian, I know are hour episodes because it feels like an hour every time. So, there's a lot of sitting around. Not to say I don't like it. Once again, like from last week, like other people were shit on it. I think it's good. Um, it's not as good as Mandalorian. But people forget that the first season of Mandalorian was also kind of hit or miss per episode. The second season of Mandalorian is fantastic. And I think at the end of Mandalorian, it was great too. But there were episodes. Well, Mandalorian's sister title would be called Side Quests. So, I mean, literally the dude has like one main quest, but he has to do all these side quests to get to the main Bro, objective. If he's like, like me, every if he's like me, I'm playing Horizon Zero Dawn right now. And I keep seeing these main missions. And the way that that game separates the mission is main, side missions, errands. Uh, and uh, I keep running errands and new side missions. But I know that main mission is just right there waiting for me. I don't know what it is. I just got to do it, though. You know what I think it is? I think me and the Mandalorian have something in common. I got to level up, I feel like, before I go to that main mission. So that way that main mission is just a breeze. So Because it says, I think the main mission says I have to be level 28. I'm on 35, you know? I get to beef up <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's gonna flick the enemy. I want to be one of those guys who shows up and I'm like, he's like, you can't defeat me. And I'm like, bro, I'm level 45 now, so like, you're 28, so let's. This is like, this is not gonna work out for you. So, uh, speaking of uh, working out, uh, comic books coming out this week uh, for the week of 126 2020. Uh, first up on the list here, X Deaths of Wolverine number one. We'll talk about the X Lives of Wolverine number one. 
a little later today. Ben Percy Farrico, Venesiti, Adam Keyboard on the cover there. Uh, week two, Wolverine's future lies in the plant past. What does it mean for the present? The how the fuck do you say that word? Uh, I don't know how to say that word. Hold on a second. I got, I got it right here. Reciprocal. Reciprocal series to X Lives of Wolverine, X Deaths of Wolverine is a can't miss co- cockful. What? Chockful. What? Chockful. Oh, okay. What am I doing to Wolverine? Uh, of of uh, revelations <laughs> for the best there is, as well as the fate of mutant kind. Wait, I don't know how to say this word either. How do you say this? Um, how do you say this here? Oh, it won't give me the same option. I think it's uh, uh, Wolverine. Wolverine. Hmm. Alex, do you know anything about this Wolverine? I I'm not even looking at the Wolverine. Do I know anything about him? Of course, I know stuff about him. Uh, so the only reason this book is even on my list for this week was the fact that uh, I read the the lives of Wolverine, and you know what? I actually spoilers enjoyed it. That I can only imagine deaths would be just as good. Um, but as Garrett and I had talked about it before the show, uh, if deaths is kind of a shit fest, then I'll just be done with it. I don't need to waste my time. I need good Wolverine stories. I've read plenty of stinkers. I've seen plenty of stinkers. <laughs> I, Looking I, at I, you, Return uh, <clears throat> of Wolverine or Return of Logan or whatever. And the I, w- fuck I will that say, was. I'll throw this out there too. The only reason we got X Lives Wolverine is because we thought it was Chips at our Chip Zdarsky and Marco Cicchetto, because that's what the solicit said. And it was fucking bullshit. It's been Percy and somebody else, who I'll find in a second here when we talk about it. Um, and uh, not that Ben Percy is a bad writer, but Ben Percy's been running Wolverine already, the main series. And this is kind of like a, not a spinoff, but a continuation of his main series story. And we haven't been reading it, so I wouldn't pick up this. Actually, we'll talk more about it later. I wasn't disappointed in picking it up but also it's like something that is not necessary for me to pick up you know what i mean so well yeah and disclaimer for everybody like first two the first issue of death and lives is (laughs) 5.99 it's going to be a 10 week series which they don't mention anywhere of course until you get to the end of x lives of wolverine so they want you to spend what is that? Fifty bucks at least. Fifty, sixty bucks. First two issues, six dollars, and after that, five. Weeks. So eight times Joey five, forty, fifty-two dollars. Pre pre-tax, by the way. That's the thing too. It's like if this was, even if it came out twice <coughs> a month, this may be something I continue with. But to be weekly at that price point, that also does not help me want to continue with this. But first off, I got lied to. All right, I got lied to. And then it's also something that is continuing off of the main story, which I haven't read. And uh, uh, I, not that it was hard to figure out what was going on. I figured it out. Um, and then also, like you said, Garrett, it's already cost, it already cost me $6 here out, right? It cost me $6 to be lied to. And now you're expecting me to shell out, uh, you know, 46 more dollars. And I don't think that's going to happen. Maybe. Yeah. We'll see. We'll talk about it later. But I like the cover though, a lot. Annie Kubert. Uh, next up on the list here, we have Batman Catwoman special number one. That is Tom King, Klaus Janssen, Lee Bordermo, Mitch Gerez, and John Paul Leon uh, on this book here. Garrett, what do you think? Well, I'm pretty excited because uh, more Batman Catwoman uh, is good for everybody because um, that series has been incredible. 
Um, I feel like they're doing this because Liam Sharp must need more time on the issues he's working on for Batman Catwoman. Because uh, it feels like it, that last issue hasn't come out in a while. Um, I guess December, so it's only been a month. But uh, you would think the next issue is going to come out here soon. So which this must be it. This this must um, have been planned, actually, though. Before, okay. way ahead of time. Because John Paul Leon, if you remember, died last year in May. Oh, and so shit. he would have to have done this before his death. Um, he wow. was doing Mary's Doing Creature of the Night. And then they had, a, for a while in DC Comics, they had a little ad tribute to him that he passed away last may and so i do see that it says here he's supposed to be the artist in the solicit but i do see klaus johnson lee borgermo mitch Gerrads is also now credited on there so i wonder if they're finishing what he started but they would wow. have had to start at least pre last may so i don't think it's really it might be something that they had planned to put out after the series was done um but at least they had planned to put it out at all. You know what I mean? Like, it was planned to be planned yeah. at some time. Well, that's good, at least. No, I mean, I'm excited for it. I've loved the series so far, and yeah, the talent on this alone, and that's so special that uh, John Leon's art's still going to be in this. That's great. Though you are correct. Like, the cover here is uh, uh, Christmas. It sure came out last month. But, uh, we'll see. Yeah, who knows? It's about Catwoman's... Uh, Early entry into the criminal underworld and reveals that Bruce was actually a present in her life, all presence in her life all along. Oh, he's gonna be the the stalker from afar. Oh, look at that cat woman. One day, me and you. One day. Uh, did class number fifty. Rick Remender and Lee uh, Luridge and Wesley Craig. Wes Craig. Uh, a fond farewell part two, the conclusion of Saya's story. Will she choose to take her he- <clears throat> place as head of the uh, Karuki Syndicate, or will she choose revenge? And will Marcus's final act be to betray his oldest friend? Uh, I feel like it's been a while since 49 came out. Am I correct on that, Alex? 49 uh, came out a few months ago. It's, a, it's been see. a while. 49 came out beginning of December. So it did come out last month, but with the beginning, December oh, wow. 1st. So it's almost been 60 days. And so uh, I'm very much looking forward to this. Daddy class has been amazing since it came back from what some might call a uh, 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 peppered uh, schedule once every like six months. At least now it's like coming out monthly, even if it's beginning and end of the month. Um, and it's obviously going to wrap up. It's 60, right? 50. Let's wrap they it up. Will, they haven't really said. Oh, yeah, that's right. He said, yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, let's see. Figure it out when they take another year-long hiatus. Come back, be like, hey, bitches, we're done. Okay. Just like they did Autumnland seven years later. Uh, there's not a lot left, though, I doubt. Oh, here it I is. Here's an interview like... with um, Deadly Class will end after the last arc of this of the next arc so when is that then 2025 <laughs> number 52 three or four issues left 52 it says so i was right 52 there you go. oh wow so there's three more left and uh that's a series that i think i'll look back on with fond eyes even though during the time there was some frustration with it not coming out in time and a little couple what felt like filler issues, but I think, especially somebody, if you've never read it before, if you go back and read it like Garrett did in a good chunk, that's going to be a nice ride right there. So, yeah. you know what? I, I got to admit, there are more times I've been jealous of Garrett getting to read, binge read books 
Hey, man. You can always There's go a back. a lot of content out there. Bro, I, now that you're losing your memory, you can always go back and relive it. So That is true. Just, I got to find them all. Just go back and relive it. No, you know what you got to do. You keep those in the boxes. You now start getting into collecting like some omnibus-ish ones, and you read that. I actually thought about getting uh, finishing up the books of Saga and have the one, two, and three. Not just get the compendium, because I already had book one, but get book two and three, and then just read that shit. Make my library even bigger. Spend more money on books. Mm. Plus, Do Alex, it. I know you're a fan of weapons. The compendiums are big enough to be weapons if you need to. So, Damn, that's how you kill someone and get away with like it. If you're, down, if you, saga, dude. If saga, you're downstairs but... playing your games and somebody somehow snuck by all your defenses and got down there and you don't have any weapons, you look over at your shelf and see that book and be like, all right, he's going to die. <laughs> and... uh I don't expect you to hit him over the head with it like uh, like a baseball bat. I expect you just to stand over him and drop it like an anvil. <laughs> and uh, I see you coming to die. Here's my wanna, book. If you if you do it like a baseball bat, the brain's going to be all over the wall. That thing's so heavy. You're just going to do an anvil. It, hopefully, it just you know he goes down like a uh, accordion and uh, it's it's right just in one spot right there. <laughs> Piver Red Saga. <laughs> yeah, I do think that you're going to be fighting Albert Fudd. So. There we go. There we go. Human target number four. That is Tom King, Greg Smallwood. With eight days left to solve his own murder, Christopher Chance tracks down his next suspect. His murderer couldn't be Blue Beetle, could it? Alex, what do you think here? You know what? This book has been so pretty. Like It's probably one of the prettiest books I've read in a long time. Uh, Specifically talking about issue two. Three was good. Uh, If you didn't like Guy Gardner before, you won't like him anymore. What a prick. Uh, this book is fantastic. I just want to get into it. This is, you know what? Tom King is, uh, living the high life. He wrote that shit called Rorschach. He's fixed it (laughs) by writing another good book. Um, by all means, keep going the way you are. That's a book when they make make a nice oversized copy you buy for Alex and he can appreciate. (laughs) You know what, Tom King, you can, when they get that Rorschach and it's binded nicely in a hard book cover. You can sign it and send it to me, and I might think about saying nicer things about it. But until then, I'm going to keep calling it shit. I did see, um, speaking of oversized comics, that this week uh, my favorite book came out with the deluxe edition, uh, All-Star Superman. So all 12 issues. Oh, nice. I'm not sure it's the deluxe edition, so like there's behind-the-scenes stuff in it, but I'm not sure if it's oversized or not. I don't think it would be, but um, uh, that came out, which is that's a book that we haven't spoken of in forever, and... Uh, uh, still really love. I haven't read that book. In, I got to reread that book. Um, oh, you know what? I can't because uh, that was one of the books I uh, gave away for one of our uh, um, our giveaways, <laughs> and I never bought another copy. That's why I haven't read it in forever. You know what? I'm gonna. I probably should buy that. Reread that. So actually, I think maybe it's on Comicsology Unlimited. I could reread there. Uh, Superman and Robin special number one. This is uh, Peter Tomasi, Victor Bondovich, as the uh, super sons John Ken and Damian, Damian Wayne put evil to bed past its bedtime. But a new day has dawned, and John Kent is now the Superman of Metropolis, all grown up and fighting for truth, justice, and the kinds of grown up things that Superboy was only beginning to understand as a child. Now a ghost from John's past has reared its head into battle this evil. We'll need to reunite with Robin for one last mission into the heart of darkness. This time, they'll be battling not as Super Sons, but as Superman and Robin. This thrilling adventure is written by acclaimed Super Sons scribe Peter J. 
Tomasi. Uh, Garrett, what do you think? I'm so excited. Like, uh, Peter Tomasi, obviously, we've, uh, he did Adventures of the Super Sons, both volumes. You know, he wrote the Superman saga where we were first introduced to Jonathan Kent. Um, the little one, not the old one. Um, and, uh, yeah, I can't think of a better writer to, uh, have kind of this, uh, new adventure with uh, Superman and Robin together. Uh, you know, well, thankfully we got to see a little uh, preview of them working together in Superman, Son of Kal-El, but it'll be awesome to have a whole story uh, wrapped around it, uh, you know, written by Tomasi. So I'm excited. And uh, uh, we don't have Patrick Gleason on this because he's too busy drawing Spider-Man over there at Marvel. Uh, but Victor Bonagovich is a great artist, so it, it, it should hold up in that kind of a uh, way there. Uh, if you look at the cover here, you see Robin with a, a a cartoonist stack of dynamite, and uh, I think Alex maybe he uh, he's getting in the mood, just like you would be when you drop that anvil on somebody. He's also playing cartoons over here, so hey, that's the best way to do it. Cartoons all the way, dynamite, <laughs> anvils. Who gives a shit? People uh, die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, saga number fifty-five. Uh, Brian K. Vaughn, Fiona Staples, new story arc. At long last, Hazel and her Starcross family are finally back and here to kick off a new story arc. So where the hell have they been? As thanks for fans' endless patience, the Saga team is proud to return with a double-length issue, 44, yes. 44 pages of story for the regular two ninety nine price point without varying covers or gimmicky renumbering. Just more pulse-pounding adventure, heart-wrenching character drama, and glorious graphic sex and violence as Saga begins the second half of the series in the most epic chapter yet. Uh, and then it goes on not to talk about what's happening in this issue, but about the Saga series, which we actually talked a lot about last week. Uh, it's sold, it sold over 6.8 million copies across all formats, translated into 20 languages, garnered multiple Eisner and Har- Harvey Awards, plus a Hugo Award. British Fantasy Award, Goodreads Choice Award, Schuster Award, Inkwell Award, Ringle Award, and more. It's been featured in such mainstream media outlets as Time, Entertainment Weekly, The Atlantic, NPR, and beyond. Uh, and beyond, they mean Wednesday Comics. And has been a, a pop culture <laughs> phenomenon. So there we go. We talked about a lot about Saga last week, The Return of Saga episode, episode chapter number 55. Uh, some characters in the cover here, one of them we know, and I don't think we know the other two. So it'll be interesting to see who those guys are. Um, I'm really excited. Double uh, length issue, two ninety nine. Can't get any better than this. <clears throat> I actually got sucked into reading that compendium last week, and I had to put it down to go to sleep after the show because we were ready. It was really late when we finished the show last week, and I literally bought it once we were done with the show because I was so in the mood to read Saga, and then I started reading, it and I was just like, "That's why this book's so fucking good." It's like you just can't put it down. So good. That's true. Yeah, I'm uh, double the length. That's awesome for a debut uh, return. That's great. So I honestly, that was the only book I was going to put on my list for excitement because everything else is garbage compared to it. Listen, the last three weeks I've had no fucking books. I need to put this on there for mine. No, well, that's why I thought after you said that, well, I'm not even going to add. I'll add my own things to it. So, but uh, Saga could have been the only one on my list because that's the only one that matters. I don't know if you guys have seen the cover, but we have <clears throat> obviously Hazel on the cover. And it looks like we have uh, Charlize Theron, and we have uh, Ray Stevenson in the cover there. So, <laughs> yes, yeah, the koalas. Yeah, koala with the. I would say you don't think axe. that's uh, uh, Lana with different hair on the above Hazel. Eh, maybe I don't know. Possibly, but the uh, koala guy, you would look at it very quickly and think it's an axe, but actually, it's like a kitchen butcher knife. So, 
or not butcher knife. What do they call those? Butcher what? A cleaver. A cleaver. Cleaver. Here we go. The book's coming out this week. Remember, you can always pick up these books. RaymondComicsAndCards.com is your definitive source for all things comic books. Um, Make sure you get this thing in fucking nice print. Uh, You know, it's going to be... You heard that. 6.8 million copies. Get yours. And go to Raymond Comics and Cards to do that. Uh, our pals over there will get you hooked up with a box if you live in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, or Lincoln, Nebraska, or they can mail it to you. The USPS, baby. You know? Throw them a boat. Alex, I come to you right now <clears throat> with questions about the weather because uh, it's been fucking cold, bro. And uh, I just want to know, can is there any light, a.k.a. sunshine, at the end of the tunnel? You know, well, to be fair, there was sunshine today, and it felt like shit outside. So, um, well, it doesn't matter if there's light at the end of the tunnel. You gotta know, is there heat at the end of the tunnel? I believe tomorrow morning gonna be a little brisk still, but guess what? It's supposed to be like 38, uh, 30, who gives a shit? 30 degrees, wind chill above zero. That's all that matters. So, there is light at the end. There's a little heat at the end. Still wear your freaking coats. Uh, be aware next week, Tuesday could suck, but that's seven days away. Don't worry about it yet. I'll tell you about it next week. What was happening next Tuesday? Uh, there was a lot of purple, a lot of pink on the, uh, on the rain schedule, which meant ice and shit. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm literally looking at something that says 0% chance next Tuesday. You know what? Don't fucking, don't trust that. Yeah, Marvin, how many times are we going to get proven wrong by Alex? I mean, you can't question this motherfucker. What's going to happen? Um, also, you know what? You, you know what's kind of fucked up with where we live? Like today, I think I saw that they, it was like zero t- was the low and 34 was the high. And it's just like, you think of that swing that it's 34 degrees that it's going to be ranging from. I do see tomorrow it says 36 is the high and negative three is the low. And it's like, holy shit, dude, that's 39 degrees. So it just depends on when you walk outside. You could either, as Alex stated, be chilling uh, in your bones or be decent uh, as long as there's no wind, which you said there wasn't going to be any wind. And I do see uh, it's not as much as it was uh, the last couple of days. So, And it kind of dies down afternoon. So uh, there we go, the weather. Speaking about the weather. Speaking about the weather, how about we weather through and uh, talk about a book that, uh, once again, I told you, goddamn lied to. Uh, here we go. X Lives Wolverine, number one, uh, Benjamin Percy and Joshua Cassera. Uh The biggest Wolverine story of all time begins here. So Oof. so when we st- when I started this book, it, the cover says Ben Percy and it says Joshua Cassera, And I was like, that's got to be wrong. Which, I don't know, I've never seen a book have it wrong in the cover, so I don't know why I thought that, but I was like, that's probably wrong. And then I read the first couple parts and uh, until we get to the title page, and then it said Ben Percy again. I was like, the fuck is this? Ben Percy? And that's when we did some investigation and realized that I've been bamboozled. Um, which I think that whoever, writes, whoever runs that fucking Diamond Previews World just copy and pasted the wrong artist from a different book. Which was crazy because I don't think they had a book come out last week. There wasn't a Daredevil issue last week, so I don't know what the fuck. Uh, they... uh, yeah, didn't Reigns come out? Double Reigns? No, it comes out um, this week. One of the side ones did come out. But oh man! But there's that, yeah, it wasn't Zarsky. yeah. It comes out this week, number uh, three. So uh, I don't know what that. Maybe they got ahead of themselves, you know. So Wolverine right away was like, "Oh, here we go, Chichetto. 
I'll tell you what, though. Uh, Casera is actually a pretty good artist. I like the opening here. Um, I very much enjoyed. So, and you know what? And I said this earlier, and Alex, you said this earlier that you enjoyed it. I did not like this. I thought it was good. But because of all the other factors involved, the uh, schedule, the price point, and the fact that it is in continuity with something that I haven't been reading, I was like, do you pull the trigger on this? Because I really enjoyed this one-off this one off issue. Like, in my head, this is a one-off issue. And in my head, I was like, oh, nice time-traveling Wolverine story. He goes back and past uh, to stop Omega Red from killing Charles Xavier. Uh, and uh, we kind of get a little, you know, flashbacks in the future. There's nice two-page spreads of arts of uh, him putting on the uh, um, Cerebro and uh, fucking seeing his whole life in front of him. And it's a, it's a nice concept, but... If it was pitched in any other way versus a weekly series, I think I would be in. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, I enjoyed the first issue. Um, I don't, I mean, okay. How many times have we been screwed over by uh, Marvel money? You know, a lot of times uh, and since we started this podcast. But I just don't think, uh, I was. who do they think buy, buys comics? Like, who has that kind of fucking cash? Yeah. I'm like, Guys who don't have to pay rent because they live in their mom and dad's basement? Whoa, Alex, Alex. Whoa, whoa. Hold up. I'm just saying. You're in the basement right now. You asked the question. I am literally in a basement. You just talked to like half of our listening (laughs) audience. Listen, we're talking about Corey here. take it back. We're talking about Corey here. So get take back what you said about him. Well, you know, it took a year to get that amazing Spider-Man shit caught up. So, you know what? I stand by what I said. Mm Mm-hmm. I, and it was I, in but hey, Gary, <laughs> what were you saying? Well, I was just saying, like, I just think, like, I know that dishonesty comes with the business, and like, and I'm fully on board to read it. But like you said, one issue every other week would be fine. A ten week ish, like a ten week event where it's five, and like Detective Comics is doing it too. And yeah. because I'm a the collector gene in me, I gotta fucking get them all, uh, and I'm just like. Fucking $5 a week? So that's $10 a week for the next 10 weeks for Garrett. That's going towards two books that I, I got the week before. I am currently protesting Detective Comics because it decided to go weekly. So, um, it's I think only I, doing it for that event, but yeah. I yeah, I know. It. I think I got a couple of them, and I was like, holy shit, this is weekly. Um, and then I stopped. I'm, I'm protesting. So Yeah. Well, are you going to protest this? It's the same concept. I, I probably am. I really enjoyed this first <laughs> issue for all the things that were against it. Uh, they lied to me. <laughs> They lied to me. Um, it, 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 the price points, the fact that there's another issue coming out next week, the, the fact that I thought this for some reason was out of continuity, but it really is just a continuation of the Wolverine series. A lot of this shit. Like, I don't know the reason like why Omega Red's going back and trying to kill Charles Xavier. I can pr- probably kind of guess, obviously, why he's going back and doing that. I don't know why they send Wolverine on everybody. can kind of guess uh, why they're sending Wolverine. Um. So, like, this issue wasn't hard to understand in, in that sense that it's a continuation of the series. But also, it's kind of like, oh, okay, this was totally different than I thought it was going to be. Uh, and once again, if I wasn't lied to, it would be nothing against the book. But they lied to me. So, uh, uh, I thought I really enjoyed it. I thought the art was fantastic. Uh, I, I don't know if i ever seen a Casero book uh, prior, but I do think his art is pretty great. The only thing is he did draw Doctor Strange very buff. And I was just like, holy is shit. That Doctor Strange? When did he get jacked? I believe it I, is. So that's the thing. I didn't think it was Doctor Strange. Yeah, I thought it was like the, uh, what's, what, what do they call him? The Russian. 
uh, mage guy. Oh, yeah. I guess maybe. Strange. Damn, he got, yeah, okay. jacked up, and he doesn't give a shit who he works with. You're right. Anymore. I'm looking closer at it now, and it's not Doctor Strange. It does look, he does look similar. To I went Strange. very fast past that. Does. Anytime you do translations and brackets like that, I go really fast. I don't know why. But, mm. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's, uh, that guy's pretty buff, and I thought it was Doctor Strange, and I was like, damn, dude, it's been working out. I know he's dying, but he's gotta be, he's getting jacked before he goes. Um, and it, 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 like I said, Ben Percy's not a bad writer. Uh, so the story was actually pretty good. There's nothing like that took me aback or maybe cringe of being like too cheesy or anything like that. I thought it was decent. Um, but <clears throat> in terms of continuing this, uh, it, I don't think it's in the cards for me. So, you know, now that we've been discussing it, I can't do it. I mean, it's just, it's not, it doesn't make sense money wise. And I'll just read the cliff notes because, like, I can't be doing... I mean, Detective Comics I've been getting since New 52 came out, so can't help it. But, no, you're not getting me on this one. Hey, Marvel. did you... You got me on issue one, but... By the way, Charles yeah. Xavier, fucking huge baby. Like... Yeah, well, have you seen that guy's brain? <laughs> he's not only a huge noggin, he's fucking fat coming out. That dude has to be at least 20 pounds coming out of that thing. <laughs> well, that's why she's asking for help. <laughs> she, yeah, she's like, oh, God, nah. She had twins in there, too. And that's why she, the, her, his twin probably died. You see how small she was? This guy sucked up all the nutrients. Well, the part that like I I uh, not a fan of is like doing the whole mission. Like you see Charles and Logan before he gets to like go into the past, and I'm like, why do you, why got to keep us in the dark on that? Like, wouldn't it have been cooler to can like convince Logan to do this job, explain what needs to happen? Like, I get the cold open. But also, I want to know what's going on. I actually... Especially for 10 fucking weeks, you better at least tell me what the fucking mission is. I actually was like, I don't think this needs... I actually was like, I don't think this needs to be in this issue. I understand he's going back in time and stopping Omega Red. I think you explain that later. You know, you can make this issue just an all-action issue to get people involved and then come back to it. But, um, I, I mean, that's the thing, too. It's like... Part of me is just like, God damn, I, I probably would love this series because I, I really did enjoy the art. And it, like I said, Ben Percy is not a bad writer, but I don't know what the fuck you think that you can justify. That's the thing, too. If they did this once in a blue moon, then they could justify it. But they do this every fucking week with the book where it's just some sort of anniversary, some sort of special event where they like $6. And it's just like, who do you think is going being able to afford $6 every week? And it's not sustainable when you want to get more mainstream to have so And I guess the mainstream now, just get the collect edition at the end. It doesn't really matter. Um, but, like, uh, do you not really care about sing- selling single issues anymore? Like, I don't know. It's just weird to me that you would charge that much and do it weekly and expect people to be like, I'm in 10 weeks. Yeah. And you think they would broadcast that, too. Like, 10-week event, you know. But... It's been proven time and time again. Yeah, because weekly if I, series don't work. If they we, work. if I saw that last week where, when it said Chip and and uh, Marco Chichetto, even then I would have been like, uh, I don't know, because I'm never going to do a weekly event, bro. Especially for this amount. Like if it was two ninety nine weekly event, I'm in. But yeah, once you start going above like four ninety nine, five ninety nine, like gotta be out of your fucking mind, bro. Mm-hmm. Too much. I'm gonna pay fifty two dollars for something that's gonna be twenty dollars when it's all done in a collection. <laughs> Good call. Yeah. Get out of town. Nah. Now, you know what? This bad boy's got to at least give it a chance. One, 
already paid for it, so it's coming anyway. <laughs> um, I, I like this one. Like this was a, a really strong issue. I didn't care. I I didn't notice what the price point was because I already paid for it two months ago. Um, I honestly didn't care that it was wasn't chip because I didn't even look at the cover. I just read books most of the time now. Who gives a shit? Who writes it? Still, <laughs> shut the fuck up. You, you don't change, do man. I, you change. I don't need to read your name. I don't care if it's Ben or Steve or John or what. You God. are fucking lying. There's no way you don't look at the book <laughs> and be like, oh. when I, So when I ordered the book, when I ordered it two months ago, it said chip even. I was like, oh, hell yeah, I'm going to get this book. So when you talked about being Ben, I was like, I guess, I, I mean, it doesn't matter. I already have it. But it read fine. Uh, art was fantastic, actually. I thought the art was really, really strong. Uh, I do think uh, Marco would have done a little better job, but that's just, I like that, uh, that, not stringy, but that scratchy look that he has, so fantastic. Uh, but I almost agree with you guys. Once I'm done or once I've fulfilled the issues that are coming, I don't need to keep getting it. By the way, I did like uh, how... Oh, go ahead, sorry. Well, as I even told the boys tonight, I have dropped all the X-Men books. Took me a year and a half to do so. We but told I, you. Well, they're all... I, I should show you the stack. The stack that I have is probably about half of it X-Men because I kept getting all those books. And I thought they're doing all the renumbering, they're recasting the teams. Great time to jump off and be done with X Men. So, so you're so which book are you getting? You're only getting I think I'm just getting X Men. You're not getting Wolverine even anymore? Uh it wasn't on my list to pull yet at least. Okay. Because they're still doing I think they're still doing X Lives and X Deaths. Yeah, I think there's a pause while this is going on, so Oh, okay. <clears throat> I'm doing Wolverine, X Men and Marauders, that's it. Nope, I you know what I honestly I thought I'm just gonna drop Marauders. And I don't I'm going care. south for a while. Punisher is coming out in uh March with Jason Aaron writing it. I thought I'll switch it out for a different book. I mean I spent almost half of what I got was X Men. So I thought, well I'll just I'd rather get back into image, get back into my other stories that I care more about. I will, I will say uh Cassera, when she he did draw a nice hairy Wolverine, which sometimes they forget how much hair this guy has. And there's that scene where he's holding uh, baby Xavier after he cuts the umbilical cord before he kind of gets zapped out of that time frame, goes to a different time frame. Um, which, for like I said, huge fucking baby. It's the size of his fucking arm, dude. And uh, <laughs> But like that scene is uh, very well drawn. And so I thought it, it art-wise, hit it out of the park. Story-wise, was decent to good. Uh, nothing bad about it. Just nothing really super surprising. It's kind of like an action issue. Um I will also I would say this though, Casera towards the end uh, has like a hollow figure of Jean, and she's like doing like this back look at him, uh, and I was just like, why do you always gotta draw women like that, like looking backwards, so I can see, you know, her uh, assets, uh, and it's just like, uh, uh, uh. it's just like these women, you're breaking their spines with all this look back like this, like come on. <laughs> She's a fucking hologram. Hey, you can't. She can be reborn. That's fine. Even in the hologram, she was surprised and had to turn around. It's like, no, dude, you came here. Come on, <laughs> dude, you came here. Anyways, by the way, yeah, I um, uh, I give it an eight. Yeah, go ahead. Not only this the, was this fucking book five ninety nine, and and there's gonna be ten of them. Uh, it had at, if you saw at the end. It had like twelve variant covers, <laughs> so yeah, I know. Which it's just were like, probably more expensive too. Yeah, I was just like, "Holy shit!" They're really trying to make money off of this uh, series. I'm gonna give it a two. Like, I keep... you remember you remember what ten years ago when Wolverine was literally in every uh, Marvel book. 
It didn't have to be yeah. X-Men, it didn't have to be Wolverine, it didn't have to be Avengers. He would just show up in uh, Black Knight's book. Hey, Wolverine, what are you doing here? Well, you know what? I had to kill, help you kill this dude. Uh, eight's good. Eight was, I mean, it was a nice, strong eight. Like, so we may or may not be getting the next issue, but still good. There we go. Uh, next up in the list here, uh, we actually weren't lied to with this one. <clears throat> Batman the Night number one by Zdarsky and Carmen de Giaminko. Uh, Ivan uh, Placentia on the colors there. The origin of Batman is never-ending fight against crime in Gotham City is modern mythology, but what about the story in between Batman the Night you know what I what I got out of reading the story? I feel like, and uh, I don't know how true this is, but they were like, Chip, we want you to write something. Uh, you can write something about Batman. Like, what do you think about, what do you want to do? And he probably saw that Batman trailer and was like, you know what, that time frame, you know, after it's been months after his parents have died, but before he's like fully fledged as like the Batman, that anger stage when he's still a kid. I want to do a story about that. Because it really does feel like this is going to be kind of almost touched upon in that movie, uh, this stage of his life. I feel like Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, it's it's good timing for the series, to be totally honest. Like, um, I feel like they touched on it decently in like the Gotham TV show, um, this kind of time period of Bruce's life. But I'm very excited to see it in comic book form because like i feel like this has never been done before like we always see like a scene or like a glimpse of his days between his parents dying and him becoming batman but this is going to be like a full-on journey from that point to point a to point b this is like him realizing what he has to do and become batman like Batman begins show kind of shows that journey in a montage but we've never really got We've only ever seen, like, up to his parents' death, and also he's Batman. And so they're going back and telling that story what the movie is, and that's kind of what this is doing. It really is, but it's kind of like, the wound isn't fresh, but it's fresh enough that he's still trying to figure out. He's past the sadness phase, and he's on anger and vengeance. And Hugo Strange is his doctor, trying to walk him through that, his uh, therapist, doing hypnotherapy. Uh, and also Alfred's there trying to help him out, too. By the way... Alfred gets fucking so mad in this book. I was terrified. <laughs> there's, there's, yeah. a, there's a page where I, I think he turned into a vampire for half a second and uh, may have sucked. And Bruce looked terrified. I'm like, that's that's where he gets it. He's like, Alfred, you scared me. I'm going to scare other people. So, um, <laughs> You know, the, the interesting thing is it's weird to see Bruce be afraid. And it's weird to hear Bruce say he's sorry. Like that's what half the time Bruce was doing when Alfred would come pick him up, either from jail or wherever he had to get picked up from. Uh, you know, I'm sorry that I did this. I'm sorry that I, I keep deliberately disobeying what you're telling me. You don't want me to do this, but I just can't help myself. I need to kick people's asses. Well, I think that's like what helps establish Alfred as his like father figure is doing those things to Bruce being like, Hey man, I'm gonna make you feel like shit if you do this. Not like in an abusive way, but in like a guiding way, just being like, you need to be better than this. Um, and so, yeah. I, I always like the idea that Bruce like didn't really know, kind of like Earth One, where he doesn't really know Alfred that well until his parents pass, and then he like starts to lean on him as his like obviously his guardian and mentor. Well, so. like after Bruce exits that Fight Club, 
uh, and the cops show up <clears throat> and arrest them. And then Alfred comes in and bails him out. Uh, that's when he was just like, I failed you. You're a rich, spoiled brat. And he's like, those guys were fighting because that's all they have. You're rich. Like, you don't need to be doing that. Like, they're out there, you know, trying to make $150 uh, to pay rent. And you're out there just trying to have fun. Which, I mean, he's not trying to have fun. He's trying to, you know, beef up. But um, the, the point is still made. And then all later when he's like, they get home and the library's all empty. She's like, oh, what's, what happened? What happened to all the books? He's like, I took them out of here. Your parents spent years and years uh, getting uh, collecting knowledge so that they learn from it. He goes, now it's your turn to collect knowledge. And Bruce is like, all right, I'm going to teach. I'm going to learn how to make uh, poisons. I'm going to learn how to uh, taekwondo. And you could see that Alfred's still like, it's kind of like, oh, no, I fucked up. <laughs> but <he's> like, uh, <laughs> that was pretty cool, though. I mean, I like the concept of like an empty library. And then as he like learns these things, he's filling the library up. Like that was so cool to see. <clears throat> but I also like he filled that many in like a couple pages. You but. see him looking at that poison book. And then later you hear from his uh, girlfriend, I guess, uh, that he was using that information to torture that one kid at college. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, so you kind of get this Batman at this point that like really is using vengeance from an anger standpoint rather than justice. You don't have him seeing justice that way yet. And it's a nice place to see the Batman because even though there have been stories that like have touched upon this, uh, I think uh, in the comics, at least this stage of his life, and we're getting it now in the movies. I think chip is really good. And we know from his daredevil run really good about kind of making you feel like, Yes, he should get vengeance. He should be acting his way. Like somebody kills his parents, you want to see him kind of lash out. But then at the second time, you're like, you know what, Pennyworth's not wrong. You know, he, he, what the fuck are you doing out there, boy? Fighting in fight clubs when you got all this money? Like you'd be doing something with it. And then even later, when he's like talking to <clears throat> the girl, what was her name? Dana. Dana. <clears throat> when he was like, I think I want to be a cop, and she's like, you fuck, fucking idiot, basically. Like, what the hell you want to be a cop? And he's like, to you know. Uh, stop crime. She, he's like, but I want to carry a gun though, because that's what my parents died of. I don't want to carry a gun. And she's like, see, you think you can just do whatever you want. You can become a cop and do things your way, but you can't. And she's like, you're smart. You have all this money. You can be doing anything you want to be. And you want to go to school and become a cop. Uh, and even then it's like, so you have this really unsure Bruce at this time, very angry Bruce that is trying to find what's the right way to use this anger uh, correctly, and I'm hoping we see him kind of fail a couple times uh, and not get it 100% right, and that's kind of what this series is going to be about, because I think dude, Chip is a very good writer about writing these kind of flawed characters who may do things that are kind of a little bit like what's the word? Not unforgivable, but like doing things, like in Daredevil, like how he went to jail because he felt like he needed to repent for what he did and he needed to be treated that way, I think in this story, we're going to get something like that where Bruce is going to maybe push it a little too far and realize the true right path that he needs to go for this. So, by the way, uh, the artist, uh, I do like the art. Every once in a while, it was a little too loose for me, especially on faces. But otherwise, uh, great. I think the fight club scene was good, except for a couple of close-ups. But I did notice that the car that Bruce has also looks like the car that's in the Batman movie. So I really do think there's more of a tie-in here than, than uh, coincidence. Well, that's pretty cool because, like, like I said, amp level eleven which could be my downfall. But uh, you know, I give this book a, a ten. I love so 
I know people get so annoyed with origin stories, and I actually like them when they're going through uncharted territory, and that's what this book is, so I'm so excited for this. We still have nine months of more content for Bruce going from where he was in this issue to becoming Batman, and I can't wait to be along for the ride. Like, such a great time to be a Batman fan, and, like, this book coming out in March, like... At the same time as that movie, I'm sure amp level will stay very high. So, 10 for me. Mm. I'm going to go 8. I like, I mean, it was it was good. I am not someone who is curious necessarily about this time period, or at least this number one did not get me super excited. It did. I did like the detective work, essentially, that Bruce does against Hugo Strange, where he tells us that, you know, Dana had been so tired. Uh, and it was because of this hypno shit you were doing to her. She hasn't been sleeping, and she's lost all of her money because you are taking it to offshore accounts. Uh, by the way, that's the cops coming to get you. I liked that part of it. That was badass. That was really cool. But as for him, his working his way through and his fighting these people, I, for me, we've seen it a lot. And I, not that I don't like a good origin story. I'm sure two and three, and and to progress on. It probably will step up its game, but for an issue one, I was I was less thrilled than I wanted to be. My hype level a four. I give this a, <laughs> an eight. Uh, I'm gonna give it a, a strong nine. Uh, there are a couple of little things here and there that <clears throat> weren't uh, uh, perfect, uh, but otherwise, I thought I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the art and the story, and I want to see where the rest of this goes. Ten issues, I feel like, is the perfect amount of time to tell this kind of story. You can let a couple issues. Uh, kind of delve into delve into like the character aspect of it, and not always have action issues. I think there's a lot of character stuff in this one, which I liked. There's some action, but it mostly was character stuff, so I enjoyed that part. Do you notice also when he fought that guy in the Fight Club, the guy who looks like a uh, uh, dum dum Dugan? Um, <laughs> he didn't really win, so even at this point, like he's not really good at fighting. Um, and he fucked up his knuckles, and and and, and Hugo even said. That it's, you know, I see that they've been healed over and over again. So, uh, you still got a Bruce that, like, even doesn't know how really, like, he, he's also kind of skinny at this point, too. He's getting his ass beat. And, uh, we'll see when he beefs up and actually learns how to fight. But I do like that. We're, like, right at the beginning of him fighting through his angst to actually get serious about this. So, we'll see when that happens. He's very, very, very dumb you, about it right now. Like, he obviously when knows. that Hugo's, he's 18, right? Uh, well, he's still in high school, so... Okay. Well, but he is to... applying for colleges, so... He's applying for colleges, yeah, so 18, 19, right? Oh, yeah, he must be. 17? Yeah, he must be. But... Well, so you just, they keep talking about being 10 years later, and, yeah, they call... And I was like, okay, so he's got to be 18, less than 20, but I just thought when his first year as Batman, he was 21. Because well, he even talks about that, he goes, you know, I don't... You're supposed to be going to the university, and you're supposed to be taking these tests, he goes... I don't need the test. I didn't come here to be tested. I came here to learn. I don't need a test to tell me what I've learned. I already know. Yeah, he came here to lead, not read. That's what he said. No, he is. A, I mean, he's a badass. I already get. Well, he's this a badass. is this is Black Label, isn't it? So it's not a continuity, anyways. Yep, I believe so. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm trying to go back to the cover here with my uh, browser for us. So. I wonder if I still have the Black Label part on it. I think it is. Well, it's not like his official origin anyway, so even if it wasn't Black Label, it's not going to be in the same continuity of... Or who knows? It's kind of like that 
everything's continuity, but we we just don't really define the timeline. It's uh, all valid. Just what Bruce you looking at. So Alex is right. It's not black label, but it is uh, 13 plus on the cover. But I do think it is oh. not super in continuity. I think it is a little bit outside of continuity. I don't know. Who gives a shit? But it, yeah. it, it, um, I don't think it's going to be the, like, the official new origin for Batman. It's just trying to retell it and using the creative license of being like he was young. Because he's doing it in a very stupid way now, trying to become Batman, and we'll see when he gets smart about it. And I think Alfred is going to be part of that, which helps him get smart about it. Like He's going to realize at some point he can't stop him, so might as well help him do it the right way. Uh, right now, he's just doing it the way a kid would. The way that a kid would be like, oh, I need to learn how to fight. i got to get into fights. Oh, I need to learn how to do this, uh, make poisons. Let me practice it on this kid I don't like. So, that's <laughs> it. And it's kind of interesting. I know, I know, it's like abuse, but like it's also him working on his fear tactics. So that's kind of interesting, like birth of that. Or when he's terrorizing this one kid that bullied him one time, you know, that is is terrifying when you rub uh, poison ivy on your face. Not the woman, but you know the plant. (laughs) Jesus, (laughs) nice. Uh, Also, when uh, Pennyworth yelled at him in that car, he was like. I can use this. Yeah. Intimidation. All right. Uh, next on the list here, we have our book club book. What's it called, Garrett? Wednesday Comics League of Extraordinary Gentle People proudly presents. Uh, Sentient by uh, Jeff Lemire and Gabriel Walta, issue number four uh, this week. Um, we get a, a continuation right off of number three. Uh, no time jump like in the previous issues. And this one here, they uh, are still at the refinery. Uh, Lil goes in and uh, is meeting with the guy. The guy seems fucking nuts. Uh, thinks that Lil is working against him with somebody named Victor. And so our uh, good old buddy, uh, what's his name? Isaac. Isaac says, hey, you know what, uh, Val? I'm going to go in and save her. Don't worry about it. And Val's like, I'll come as much as I can. But she really can literally go to the end of that hallway, and that's really what she can do. Goes in there. Saves Lil from this crazy guy who was about to put a bullet between her eyes because he thought he was part of uh, Victor's group because she mentioned Val. And she's like, what is that, AI? She's like, you got an AI? Uh, And goes crazy. And then uh, when they get back to the hallway in front of the ship, Val starts to help out and uh, takes this guy out. And they get back to the ship. And they get a little notification from a ship saying, hey, what's up, buddy? It turns out to be Victor. And that's where that ends. And uh, guys... Tell you what, I think we're fucked. So, dude, terrified, terrified. Like, if you think about the end of issue three, like where the guy was like, "He'll hear us," you know, and then the fact that this guy goes crazy and like, obviously, everyone's screaming and freaking out, and it's like this AI literally heard them, heard this commotion at the refinery somehow, and flew however many miles away to where they're at. And it's like, yo, I'm here. What's the up? Victor is, yeah. Then, My name is Victor. I'm here to save you. No, it's just yeah. Like, he's, like, not, he's not here to save you, bro. Run. Well, who knows, though? That guy could just be fucking nuts. So mm-hmm. I, I doubt it. I doubt he is fucking nuts for a reason. And it's Victor. But who knows? Then in the, uh, if I remember correctly, in the um, narration, Isaac says that Val died. Or not Val. Lil, uh... right? One. Let me remember. let me go back and I'll I'll try to find it here. But I know he said that he had a crush on Will. That's that like he, he tells he said that they loved died. it. 
that he was going to go get her because if we left her out there, she would die. Yeah. But if she, I guess I missed that. If oh, never mind. He just says the day we lost her in terms of lost her to the refinery. I thought he meant like she died. The day I lost mm. her, he says that was the worst day of my life. But Which I really much. Weird. I found that weird when your mom died literally in front of you. But the worst day is when we thought we misplaced love for a little bit. You know what? She's fine. Listen, his, his, he didn't really like his mom. She was very emotionally and, and abusive That's and true. distant. Made him eat those fucking cereal, you know. And it was his birthday, and she barely said happy birthday. So, um, she, it was good. I I, I thoroughly <laughs> enjoyed this. Issue. I'm I'm zooming past. I it. know you are. <laughs> she got put in half. Whatever. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed this epi- this issue. The this crazy dude was crazy, like just scary. And once he freaked out that uh, Lil was had Valerie. I actually was a little weary that we were going to watch Lil die. Uh, I mean, I knew they're not going to kill kids off in this, at least not on screen. But I, I could see it happening. So then when we finally get uh, Isaac showing up, and I don't know what he hit him with a pipe, dude. He hit someone. With I a think pipe he, once, he hit him with a uh, uh, compendium over the head. Well, then you, yeah. I should have my saga. You guys should have lent him his, your saga. Yeah. He would have killed that dude twice over. Gosh. Except he Doesn't Val crush his head with like some pincers? Yeah. Well, she grabs his head. I don't know if you necessarily see him. Him off, right? Yeah, she like picks him up by it, which if you know anything about robot strength, you know that thing came off like a fucking Q-tip end. And uh, uh, he's now uh, just a floating head. So, um, <laughs> I don't know. You never, you never actually see what happens to him. So, I'm assuming... Maybe he'll show up again, uh, but we'll see. I really much enjoy this issue. I think Walta is really starting to shine in these later issues because he has more to do than just the inside of the ship. And it is literally a book where every issue so far, and I don't expect it to die down whatsoever, every issue is just like hits it out of the park in terms of character work, action, suspense. Like we're on a fucking ride and it, and the way that we're kind of reviewing this, we obviously are start stopping, start stopping. Um, but the ride is still enjoyable. Uh, nevertheless, uh, and, uh, you're a little terrifying, you know, we're going up the little hill. I don't know how far we're going to go down. You know, is it safe? It's, it's scary. I mean, I, I feel like, like, I mean, obviously the easiest thing to compare it to is the alien franchise. Cause it's in space and there's spaceships and it's quiet. And like when they went down that refinery, like, I thought Walter's art was incredible, kind of making it seem like it's you know it's been detached. It's there's no oxygen flow in here. There's dead bodies all over the place. I was, it was pretty uh, pretty somber and like scary. And then yeah, at the end there, I was like, "Fuck!" I don't know what Victor is, but Victor seems scary. I, I mean, scary. I also like really Jeff Lemire writes so many things at this point. But usually the things that he writes that are like really excellent will hear in the ether. Uh, I really didn't hear much about this book when it came out. And I mean, that's because the publisher I was with is just a smaller publisher and didn't have much to promote it with. Um, and so when we first started this, even part of me was like, is this really going to be like really worth it? And I kind of was doubting that it would be a worthwhile thing to read, even though it was Jeff Lemire and it was Gabriel Walton, two people who we've enjoyed their work in the past. But every issue, they've proven me wrong. They're like, yeah, this is top-tier Jeff Lemire. Um, and, uh, you know, Walta, good Walta. And uh, it's uh, every issue, I just want to be like 10, 10, 10. Uh, 
and because I enjoy these two's uh, style and art so much. And uh, I think the story's fantastic. Characters are fantastic, and everything about it just really makes me pump to read the next one, which I think is kind of what you want in a comic, to always be pushing forward and say, hey, I got to keep going. I know, it's crazy there's only two issues left. But, uh, yeah, I give it a 10 also. There's only six. Yeah, there's only six issues. Yeah, this is a 10. There's not been a part of this book I haven't enjoyed. And this issue to find out more about Isaac and, uh, I don't know, I, I am weary to find out what Victor is, whether it's the AI or who's on the ship or what. But uh, this this book has not stopped being ten, uh, tenseful. That's not a word. Tension filled. Suspenseful. Ayo. <laughs> I imagine Val sounds like Siri, but I imagine Victor's kind of sounds like, um, hello. Victor from. My, from, my um, name is Victor. I'm here to save you. Nah. I'm sorry. Well, I can't do that. Alex, I'm here to save you. Don't hit me with the uh, compendium. Slaga has the power! Gary, what were you going to say? I wasn't going to say anything, no. I know, you didn't say anything. <laughs> I don't know why I asked. <laughs> uh, there we go. Uh, I think we're very much enjoying that book. Like Garrett stated, two more weeks of that, and then we'll announce the next one <clears throat> probably in two weeks, and then we'll get on to that one. I believe it's Garrett's choice. Um, yep. So uh, we'll read a book there, a new book. <laughs> WednesdayComics605 at gmail.com. That's the email address. Send us an email at WednesdayComics on Twitter. You can always send us a recommendation for a book club book at Garage2188. You can message them directly if too if you want to at the AP Keaton. That's him over there, the little Alex Pastral. And uh, I am at Marvin underscore Salguero. You can find the show at WednesdayComics.com. Subscribe to the show and leave a voicemail if you'd like to there. Or click on the website button and go to the merch page. Or you can always call 605-215-1849. Make sure to visit our sponsors, RootsOfTheSwampThing.com. Definitive, things, uh, definitive source for all things comics. Um, I, don't, I didn't see that book again. Swamp Thing. I don't know what's coming out. See the view. What's it called? The Green Swamp Thing Green Green Hell. Hell. Jesus, why can't I never remember the name of that damn book? Uh, and uh, make sure to also go to RainbowComicsAndCards.com. Remember, if you're in Lincoln, Nebraska, a new location, so go to RainbowComicsAndCards.com for more information. Um, guys, I want you know what? It's kind of early to think about this, but I'm thinking about Rainbow. Uh, I wonder if there's going to be a free comic book day on the actual day this year, or if there's going to be a weird, weird other date like it was last year. Who knows? Who knows? See, uh, after the winter, that, I'm sure. As Alex said, Alex doesn't think about the future anymore. It was when we were talking about Batman. And and Garrett is too hyped about the future. Uh, and that's, I do it. I do it for myself, but I also hurt myself. Yeah, because I bet you were so excited for that Punisher War Zone, and it just disappointed you. So that one, I went in with full expectations, and I didn't think it was absolute dog shit. What's better, uh, it, Warzone it wasn't, or it, Eternals? Oh, I'd rather watch Punisher Warzone than Eternals. So, You're here, folks. You're here. I'd rather watch Eternals. <laughs> I mean, Punisher Warzone, I had, like the plot made sense, even though it was batshit crazy. Eternals was just. Meh. I will say though, Jigsaw, uh, 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 Dominic West as Jigsaw, fucking horrible. I don't know what the fuck. He's a good actor, but not in that movie. Uh, so, yeah, and the guy from the Green Mile, he was also bad. He sucked. Oh, yeah. Way over the oh, yeah, top yeah. bad guy. Ray's, like, the only good person in that movie. <laughs> yeah, right. And for some reason, uh, what's-his-nuts from Jurassic Park? 
was the uh, tech guy. Was the weapons dealer? Who? Uh, Nedrick. Oh, Wayne McKnight. Yeah, Wayne Knight. Yeah. What's his name? I don't know what his name is. He's uh, micro. He's micro in that movie. No. Oh yeah, it, it's been so long since we've seen it. You know, the next movie you got to watch, Garrett, is uh, obviously Steel. Um, I thought I got to watch oh, Spirit of Vengeance. That was next on my. Figure it was the next thing you need to watch. Yeah, I know, and it's on Netflix again. I own it too. God, stupid Garrett. Well, it's back on Netflix. Okay, then I'll have to look it up because I want to watch uh, Turtles Three. I think Three's on there too. Okay. Yeah, I believe it is. Turtles. I thought I went over to Peacock because they own most of the licensing for Turtles. Turtles 3 right now. is on Netflix and HBO Max. Okay, cool. Uh, Ghostwriter, as you stated. Let's see what it's on, Garrett, if it's still out there. What do you use to find that out? Uh, a little app called Just Watch. It searches on everything. You can pick what things you subscribe to, and then it searches all of them. Uh, Spirit of Vengeance is currently not on any streaming device, only you can only wow. rent it for a certain monetary value. Uh, but. If you want to watch the, uh, oh, nah, Steel's not on HBO anymore. God damn it. <laughs> <sighs> well, you know, we all get disappointed about something. 2022 so far has turned out shitty because I just realized Steel's not on HBO and Max anymore. And <laughs> it, I was really looking forward for a rewatch, you know, uh, in the new millennium. And uh, I just haven't done it yet. It's been 22 years. I've been waiting for it. So, <laughs> I kept putting it off. You put it off too much and they take it away from you. And uh, I'm not going to take anything away from uh, anybody else. And uh, I'm going to go cry in my corner for Wednesday Comics. My name is Marvin. I'm Alex. I'm Garrett. Hey, everyone. Stay warm. Stay safe. And keep turning those pages. Yeah.